Welcome to the Becoming Fully Free podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bradley, Certified Holistic Health Coach and Nutritionist. And if you're ready to get focused on what it takes to create not just a body that you love and healthy habits that feel easy, but also building a life that feels so aligned, so empowering, and so fun, you've come to the right place. So buckle up, sister, because your life is about to change. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Becoming Fully Free podcast, episode number 39. Today, we're talking about stress, anxiety, and its effects on fat loss. So stress and anxiety are a normal part of life, and it's so easy to let a stressful time deter our healthy eating and exercise habits. If we're looking for comfort when we're anxious or stressed, we typically don't reach for celery and hummus to munch on and our usual go-tos, unless we have a lot of practice in it, is usually not meditation, napping, and taking it easy, right? Stress makes us want to eat high fat or highly satisfying and satiating foods, which are also known as comfort foods. And this is a wired in response from back in the days when food was scarce and we weren't sure where our next meal was coming from. And then on top of that, when you feel stressed and anxious, your body produces hormones like cortisol, we've all heard of that, to help activate the flight or flight response, to release energy, to help your body get into action, to combat a threat, which makes it more likely that you'll reach for unhealthy foods. You have all of that cortisol coursing through your body and nowhere for it to go if you're not moving your body and fueling your body properly that's gonna increase cravings. So while we know that some stress and anxiety are normal, if you find yourself eating more or throwing your health goals out the window when you're feeling stressed and anxious, I wanna give you a few things to try, okay? So number one, you wanna give yourself a little structure. Take about 10 minutes each morning to write down your goal for the day and create a little schedule. What are you going to eat? When are you going to exercise? When is your lunch break? When are you going to block off some screen-free time? When are you going to meditate? When are you going to work out? When is bedtime? Write it all down pen to paper. Pen to paper. Whenever I tell people to do that, they're like, well, I think about it in my head. That's not pen to paper. Write down your schedule. Okay. Give yourself some structure. And then as you go throughout your day, cross things off a list. Everyone loves to cross stuff off a list, right? Number two, no matter what, move your body in some way. Exercise has been proven to boost mood levels and help relieve anxiety and depression. It's proven in study after study after study. And listen, I know, and I've been there too, when anxiety is really high and stress is really high, sometimes it's the last thing we want to do because we don't feel like we have time, right? But endorphins are these feel-good chemicals that are released during exercise that can really help us maintain a positive attitude and just feel a little more even, especially when life gets really hard. So this could look like going for a walk. It could look like stretching. It could look like just getting up and like shaking out your arms, shaking out your legs, shaking out your body, just getting that energy moving in a different way. Number three, prioritize quality sleep. 
let me just say this right off the bat. When you are stressed, when you are anxious, when you are not feeling like yourself, snoozing is the worst thing you can do. If there's one thing of all the things I, I talk to my clients about, if there's one thing that I could just like snap my fingers and change, it would be the snooze button. I would take it away from everybody. Here's why. You think you're doing yourself a favor. You think, okay, I'll set my alarm for 7, 7.05, 7.10, and I'll snooze all the way to 8 o'clock. And it just feels so good to just hit that button and sleep in. You're not sleeping in. You're actually doing your body a lot more harm than good. You would be a lot better off to just set your alarm for 8 and give yourself that extra hour of deep sleep rather than like half falling asleep, waking up, half falling asleep, waking up. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it makes no sense why people would do that. But, and especially during stressful times because getting enough sleep can be really hard. So it's important to shut off electronics at least 90 minutes before bedtime. You want to avoid caffeine after 12 or 1 p.m. People fight me on that all the time too. And you can, but watch what happens when you stop drinking caffeine late in the afternoon. Your life will change. And the number one thing I recommend when things are stressful, anxiety is high, and you're having a hard time sleeping is doing a brain dump right before bed. Just take a few minutes, write everything down that's in your head. It doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be positive. You just have to get the thoughts out. Then put on a nighttime meditation or some soft music and let your body rest. Even if you're not falling asleep right away, focus on your breathing, focus on the meditation, focus on the music. Don't stress yourself out by looking at the clock and counting down the hours until like, oh, if I fall asleep now, I can get five hours of sleep. Don't do that to yourself. Just lay there, breathe, listen to the meditation and just rest. All right. Number four. We have seven of these, by the way. <laughs> Number four is connect with your friends and family. Connecting with friends and loved ones can help boost our mood levels and keep us accountable. Even if you can't see your friends and family in person, which I know is the case for a lot of us, you can get on the phone or do an online video chat. We are hardwired for connection as humans. So maybe set up a trivia night with friends once a month, have a standing call with your best friend during the week, or plan a walk with a friend at least once a week something to connect with other people. Number five is be realistic and forgiving. Accept that you may not make all of your usual healthy choices during stressful times, but that doesn't mean you totally abandon your plan. It's important to find the middle ground between giving up on healthy eating habits altogether and trying to be perfect about your diet and your exercise habits. This is where coaching is super helpful because I can help you figure out how to modify your plan and how to kind of roll with the punches when stressful things come up. And it's also important to remind yourself that you can, of course, enjoy comfort foods in moderation and consistency beats perfection when it comes to nutrition and fat loss every single time. So even if there's a week where you feel like, oh my gosh, every day I'm having something that's like completely against my goals. It really doesn't matter as long as your other meals are on point and as long as you're moving your body. Give yourself some flexibility, especially when things are tough. Number six is create a daily meditation practice. And our um, podcast for next week, I'm going to talk all about how to create a more... Um, 
like how to create a practice, not, not just on meditation, but on gratitude and positive affirmations and all of that, because I know it's something that we hear all the time. And at this point, our eyes kind of glaze over. But when I tell you that meditation and journaling and gratitude practice and positive affirmations, they changed my life. I'm not lying to you. Meditation can help build mental strength. It can help reduce stress and it will make it less likely for you to turn to food to cope with anxiety. I want you to look at meditation and journaling and a gratitude practice is kind of like, um, they're not, they don't prevent stress, but they help you manage it much better in the moment. It's almost like you can feel your mind shift from, oh my God, things are so bad and they're never going to get better again. And this is just my life to, okay, things are bad right now. And I don't feel great, but I know that that just means better things are coming. You can feel that shift happen because what you're doing when you're meditating, when you're journaling, when you are having your gratitude practice is you're literally rewiring your brain to think more positively or to even just think more neutral. So it's not things are so bad. Things are so amazing. It's like things are just fine. No matter what, things are fine because we're always going to be fine. So developing some kind of daily meditation practice is really, really helpful. And you can find these on YouTube. They have three minute, five minute, 10, 15, 20 minute guided meditations for free. You just have to kind of shop around a little bit and see which ones you like. And I'll link up some of my favorites in the show notes too. And then the last one is get professional help if you need it. If you need help coping with anxiety or anything like that, don't be afraid to reach out to a healthcare professional. Right now there are tons of online choices like BetterHelp. I actually use that back in August when I went through my big move and that big change and transitions, therapy is one of my favorite things. And I highly recommend it, whether you're stressed and anxious or not, it's always nice to have a sounding board. Okay. So that's it. Those are the seven things that you can do when you feel like, okay, fat loss is my goal or a healthier lifestyle is my goal, but my stress and anxiety keep getting in the way and it's sabotaging me. Try these seven things. And if you want a little journal prompt for this week, here's one for you. I want you to write down, how do you currently cope with stress? Is your coping mechanism in alignment with your goals? If yes, great. If not, what are some options you can do instead? So go ahead and write how you cope with stress. And then if it's not in alignment with your goals, like if you stress eat or stress drink or just scroll on social media or go online shopping when you're feeling stressed out and it's not helping you lose weight, live a healthier lifestyle, save money, all of that stuff, then what else can you do? And if you need help, reach out to me. I will help you make that list. I've made several of them myself. <laughs> so that's all for this week. I hope this is helpful for you. Go ahead and find me on Instagram at becoming fully free. And let me know which one of these seven tips really hit home for you and which one you're going to try this week. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.